Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today on the program, Rabbi Schneider is going to give us some insight into how we can receive God's wisdom. We all know that God really wants us to focus on the needs of others, but sometimes that's easier said than done. So how can we walk in God's ways, which are rooted in the spirit and not guided by our flesh? Well, that's what Rabbi Schneider talks about today in this study of apostolic prayers. If you'd like to take some notes, you'll find the study guide online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. But right now, Rabbi Schneider is going to open our time with prayer. Father, we just pray that you'd open our hearts to receive your love. Father, we realize that everything is by your grace and everything is by your power. So we ask you to direct our hearts now into your love in the name of King Jesus. Amen and amen. I want to continue our study today in apostolic prayers by staying in the first chapter of the book of Colossians. Some of you have heard me preach from the book of Colossians chapter one in other settings, but there's such rich revelation of God's truth for us in this prayer that Paul prayed in Colossians one. I feel inspired and I feel the need to stay here today. So we're going to be looking, we're going to start with verse number nine of chapter one, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord abides forever. Hear, beloved child of his, his word for you today. Beginning once again in verse number nine, Paul is praying. Who is Paul? Paul is a Jewish Pharisee. At the end of Paul's life, Paul stood before those that wanted to see him judged for his faith in Yeshua. And Paul defended himself and he said, I have the same faith that you have. He said, I am a Pharisee, he said, the son of Pharisees. Paul was a Jew from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet that had found that Yeshua HaMashiach was Hashem's, was the Lord's revelation of himself to the earth, God's son. With that being said, verse number nine, for this reason, Shaul or Paul said, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will. What strikes me here about Paul's prayer life is that he spent so much time praying for other people. I don't know about you, but if I examine my prayer life, I have to say, you know what? In the light of your word, in the light of comparing myself to Shaul, to Paul, I don't spend so much time, oftentimes praying for other people. I think most of us are still selfish in our orientation. It's not that we don't pray for other people. I know that I pray for other people, but yet when I'm alone, how much of my time is really spent praying for the church to come forth? And so I think this is a challenge to us all that God wants our prayer life, not just to be centered on our own needs, which is the natural, but he wants us to go beyond our own boundaries, beyond our own ego boundaries, and he wants us to focus on the needs of others. And so once again, we're challenged here by Paul that was an individual that had been formed by the Lord, that for you and I to walk in the love of Christ Jesus, we have to look out, the scripture says, not just for our own interest, but we need to force ourselves to go to that next level and pray for the interest of others, especially for the church at large. We just pray right now, Father God, that you would glorify yourself 
in your children on the earth. We pray, Father, for your church to come forth. We pray for your bride to arise, to enter into the fullness of her destiny. So let's continue on. Paul says, for this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. I want you to get that. Paul prays his focus. This whole prayer was focused on God's people being strengthened that they could have the revelation to understand God's will. In other words, we need a breakthrough, friends. You and I need a breakthrough in our minds and in our hearts to stop seeing in the natural. Even those of us that are entrenched in the church, so many are walking in the natural. Everything that we're seeing, we might be giving it religious titles, religious labels, but you know what? At the end of the day, we're still seeing predominantly so many of us in the natural. We're seeing according to the flesh. We're not seeing according to the spirit. I remember visiting Peru years ago and I went to a museum there and this museum was all about Jesus. And they had, I don't know how many Jesuses, they had big statues of Jesus. They had a Jesus for everything, every shade of skin color that you could imagine. A Jesus for this, a Jesus for this, a Jesus for this. And this Jesus was all in the images of these statues. And I'm bringing that up because you know what? I think you and I today need to break out of the limitations of our mind to stop seeing Jesus predominantly in the flesh and to see him in the spirit. You see, Jesus is God clothed in humanity. Listen to what I'm saying again. If you and I just simply see Jesus as a human being on the cross, and that's as far as our vision goes, we're missing it. Yes, God came down to earth, clothed himself in humanity, and died on the cross in the flesh. But listen, God existed, Jesus existed, the Son of God existed before he was clothed in the flesh. We need to know him predominantly, beloved, in the spirit. Yeshua said, if we're going to worship the Father, we must worship him in spirit and in truth, and too many of us are bound to the earth. We're bound to the flesh. We're bound to what we see with our eyes. And God wants to take us out of this realm into the realm of the spiritual and into the realm, beloved one, of the supernatural. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi will be right back in a moment. It's our prayer that today's message has been a blessing to you so far, and we hope that it enriches your walk with Yeshua. If you have a prayer request, we invite you to submit it online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Our team lifts up every individual request before the Lord, and it would be our pleasure, privilege, and honor to pray for you and your family. At Discovering the Jewish Jesus, we are looking for like-minded people who are ready to partner with us. If you're sensing the Lord leading you to offer a financial gift of support, would you please contact us today? Become a monthly partner. Go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or to give a gift of any amount today, just call 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. And now here's Rabbi Schneider with the rest of today's message. So listen once again what Paul prays. We have not ceased to pray for you 
that you would be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and understanding. You know, it's interesting here that when Paul says, I want you to be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and understanding, it's interesting because Yeshua is personified oftentimes in scripture, especially in the Tanakh and the Hebrew Bible, as wisdom personified. In other words, in the book of Proverbs, Yeshua is personified as wisdom. He is wisdom. The scripture says that Christ Jesus has been made unto you and I wisdom. Now, what is wisdom? Wisdom, beloved, is the ability to know what to do in the spirit with all the dynamics that we face in life. Wisdom helps us to regulate our feelings. Wisdom helps us to regulate all the different demands, all the different possibilities, all the different ways we could go. Wisdom helps us know whether we should love and reach out or whether we should hold back. Wisdom helps us to stay in the path that's balanced and aligned with King Jesus. We need wisdom in our life. One of the things that's unique about our faith as it's rooted in Judaism is that in Judaism, everything has to flow through wisdom first. Everything is good. Feelings are good. The body's good. Relationship is good. All these things are good. But in order for us to reach a balance where we're walking in truth, we need to regulate all the different things that we experience by wisdom. And wisdom comes by the power of God and wisdom gives us the insight to be able to choose. In other words, we have free choice. So how do we know that we're gonna make the right choice? In other words, we have so many different things, listen, even that we could be thinking about. So many things that you could even be focusing on. Look at the thoughts that are running through your mind. Try to become aware of the thoughts that are running through your mind. You know what? You have an opportunity to choose what you're gonna think about. But so oftentimes we just let these thoughts run through our mind. We don't ask where they've come from. We don't ask how we got to that thought. And oftentimes the filter that's in our mind that creates streams of thought has come because we've had some type of trauma or some type of fearful experience in our life. So we have this constant stream of thoughts, sometimes that are fear-driven and anxiety-driven, and it just pushes us in life. But when you have self-awareness and wisdom, you can begin to pay attention to your thoughts, look to the Lord, and he'll give you the wisdom and the power to change the trajectory of your thoughts so you can focus on what is good and move forward in his will and into deeper spiritual space, into the fullness of the spirit. So once again, that you might be filled, Paul said, with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Again, it's important to understand when Paul begins his prayer, he begins because he wants to see us complete in Christ. And notice what he begins to pray once again. He wants us to be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Now, if you think about what he just prayed, he prayed that we'd be filled with number one, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Isn't that what he says? He says, I need you, Paul says, I'm praying for you so that you can emerge as the person that God has destined you to be. I'm praying for you that above all else, you will have, listen, wisdom and understanding. Why am I stressing this? Because oftentimes, 
People are led not by wisdom and understanding, but they're led by their impulses and by their feelings. And this is one of the things that the Lord had to teach me in my life, not to be led by my feelings. You see, wisdom is from the realm of intellect. And so what God is saying here, especially now I'm speaking to the ladies that really have great capacity for feeling. Women have a capacity to be sensitive so oftentimes in ways that men are not so sensitive. You see, the gift of femininity is the gift of the Holy Spirit. But we have to temper our feelings and we have to temper our sensitivity, listen now, with wisdom, understanding, and the knowledge of his will. You see, that's our crown, to walk in the knowledge of his will so that when all these things bombard us, when we have all these feelings, when we have all these impulses, when we have all these options about where to go, what to do, what to say, how to think, we have the wisdom and the understanding, listen now, church, to choose the right way. It's deep. We oftentimes, we're just on the surface. We're not going deep. But if we want to start going deeper, we need to start looking at the space that we're living in individually. What do you think about every day? Because that's where our relationship with God is really going to be experienced. It's going to begin in our thought life, right? We have the power, listen now, to choose our thoughts And it may not be something that all at once you'll be able to go from being sad to being happy, but you can begin to pay attention. What am I thinking about? What's making me sad? Where is this coming from? And then what you know what you do? When you begin to become conscious of your thoughts, you pray to Hashem. You pray to God. You talk to Him. You keep talking to God. Listen to me. Don't ever stop talking to God. Keep talking to God. Sometimes people say, well, I'm gonna talk to God and then I'm gonna be silent and I'm gonna just wait to see what he says. And some of you have been like me, you've tried that, you've tried talking to God. Then you say, okay, I'm gonna be silent now and see what he says. Oftentimes after I talk and then I'm silent, I don't hear him saying anything. But you know what I found? Is that when I keep talking to God, listen now, he talks to me as I'm talking to him. In other words, I don't have to talk and then stop and wait. As I'm talking, he's actually very subtly giving me understanding and giving me revelation, but you and I have to be aware to pick up the nuances and the divine intuition and perspectives that God is speaking to us by through his Holy Spirit. And so Paul begins this prayer in the book of Colossians chapter one, once again by praying that we would be filled filled, and this is a constant thing. We're not just filled once, it's a continual filling because you know what? Life is always going forward. It never stays where it is, and we can never go back to where it was because life is just not that way. It's constantly rolling out, moving, newness, newness, newness. So this filling that Paul is speaking of, it goes on forever. We're continually relying on Hashem, beloved one, to be filled with all knowledge of his will, in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So I just want to encourage you, let's rise out of where we've been. Let's stop looking at God and Jesus in the natural. Let's understand that God is a spirit, that God manifested himself in the flesh, but he's above all spirit. And we need to begin to look to him that way with wisdom and understanding. What a great teaching today. 
really gets down to some deep levels that we have to take a look at ourselves and see what are my impulses that are driven by past experiences and how I've been brought up in the past of how I'm supposed to act, what I'm supposed to say, and what I'm supposed to do. And Rabbi, I just love how you brought forth that we need to stop and say, you know what? God has a wisdom of how to walk. God has a new way that's spirit-filled and not just a fleshly impulse of how I'm supposed to react to my environment, but to use that wisdom that's fresh, you know, that freshness of the spirit of the moment. Mm -hmm. You know, Cynthia, I think a lot of us struggle with too much pride or too much fear to really be willing to take a look at ourselves. And so because we're not really willing to examine ourselves, we're not able to get to the deep place where a real transformation can take place. You know, we have to become aware of the thoughts that we're thinking and be willing to recognize what thoughts need to be changed. And we need to become aware of our impulses and desires and motivations and be willing to admit when we're wrong and be willing to look to Hashem, to look to God, to be changed. But I think that so many of us, they're not really able to go to a deep place because they're not really willing to self-examine. Yes, self-examination. It can be a scary thing. Mm -hmm. And it is something that we have to face the fear Mm -hmm. in order to self-examine and let the Holy Spirit shine on those places that he wants to change so that we can be more and more transformed on the inside to be more like Yeshua Jesus, transformed that our our new impulses will be spirit impulses. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, one of the things that we find in Judaism is that light comes out of darkness. You know, when you look even at the story of creation, you see that before there was light, there was darkness. The Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the deep and all that was there was the darkness. But God brought out of that darkness light. And the same thing is true in our lives. When we're willing to examine ourselves, it might be scary. You know, we may see evil. We may have to admit this needs to be changed. We may see the darkness, but if we're willing to humble ourselves and let the Holy Spirit do what he wants to do. From that darkness, yes. he'll bring forth light. Yes, amen, amen. No no more following the ways of the world, but mm-hmm. finding a new way to walk in the wisdom and the knowledge of God mm-hmm. instead of the wisdom and knowledge of man mm-hmm. that's led us astray. You know, the scripture says, if we'll examine ourselves, then we won't need to come under God's discipline. And so I wanna just encourage us all to really practice being self-aware, to having a self-consciousness by the Holy Spirit, that we can begin to pay attention to our thoughts, that we can be able to pay attention to our motives, and that we will continually be talking to Hashem, which is just a Hebrew way to say God. And as we do, He's gonna transform us and change us, and we're gonna know, beloved, His joy in deep places. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi has been talking about learning how to receive God's wisdom. And if you'd like to learn more about this ministry, or if you'd like to hear today's again, please visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And you know, when we come together in agreement with the Word of God, our wisdom in knowing God's ways increases. It allows us to expand our reach in sharing the life-changing message of the gospel all over the earth. And we'd love for you to join with us as we wind down the year and get ready to start prepping for next year. It's never too late to start thinking about how to make a difference. And to share a little bit about why supporting this ministry is so important, here is Rabbi Schneider once again. 
Paul taught us that the Old Testament was written for us, believers in Jesus today, upon whom the end of the ages has come. What we learn, beloved, from the Old Testament, which was written for our instruction, is that Father God told the children of Israel to bring their tithe into the place that he chose for them. If Father God is using discovering the Jewish Jesus to establish his name, his son, and his kingdom in your life, I want to ask you today, beloved, to make your financial sacrifice to him through discovering the Jewish Jesus. See, the scriptures tell us that we should financially support the ministries that are feeding us. I want to thank you for your financial gift today, and I can promise you this, as you're obedient to the Lord, Father's going to bless you. I love you, and shalom. For over 40 years, Rabbi Schneider has been obedient in his commitment to passionately being used by God for his glory and his purposes. And your financial gifts really do make a difference in that effort. Because when God's people come together as one, there's nothing we can't do. So please give today by visiting discoveringthejewishjesus.com or by calling 800-777-7835. And you can also give generously through your mobile phone, just text the keyword rabbi to the number 45777. And before we wrap up today's message, I'd like to remind you about our prayer ministry team. Every week, our faithful team gathers together to read over every prayer request and letter that we receive just like this one. I lost my faith some years ago when my brother passed away. I was mad because God didn't heal my brother. I felt like God had left me with no one. But about six months ago, God used Rabbi to bring me home. I have a long way to go, but I'm on my way. Amen, isn't that powerful? And we do this, friends, because we know there is power in prayer. And if you'd like to send us your prayer request today, make sure to write to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan 49228. That's P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan 49228. And then don't forget that you can also stay up to date on all the content you love from Rabbi. Just follow us on Facebook or X, formerly known as Twitter, and you can follow us on Instagram. Connecting with us has never been easier, and we look forward to hearing from you soon. But right now, let's wrap up today's message from our series on apostolic prayer with a special blessing from Rabbi Schneider. Blessings trump curses. And in the book of Numbers chapter six, we find the ironic blessing that God commanded Moses' brother Aaron, the high priest, to speak over the children of Israel. There's power in blessing, beloved ones. So take part in receiving Father's blessing upon your life today. Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh <laughs> Shalom. The Lord bless you and keep you. 
The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. If you'd like more information about Discovering the Jewish Jesus, visit our website at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're there, let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us next time when Rabbi Schneider continues our study on apostolic prayers. That's Wednesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.